I will just start, I guess. Hi, my name is Annabelle Lennard. I'm 20 years old and I just finished up my freshman year at Boston University where I play on the women's basketball team. I am from Situate, Massachusetts, and I'm the second oldest of a family of eight kids. That's fun. What's it like having seven other siblings? Busy, for sure. Um, there's a lot going on, and I know, especially during this time, um, people are finding that they have a lot of time alone. It's kind of the opposite for me. I'm right. struggling to get my time alone, yeah. um, oh, yeah. but it's definitely fun. That's good. Have you, how's your relationship with your family developing over this period? Um, I think it's, it's been good to get that bonding time that um, being away at school, you don't really get anymore. Um, so kind of just enjoying the little moments of somebody making a funny joke or doing a weird quirky thing. Um, I think that's really brought us together. That's good. So you mentioned in your introduction that you are on the women's basketball team at D BU. So that's a D1 school. Um, you, of course, it takes a lot of time, effort, energy, a lot of things like scheduling, all this stuff. Um, it's very difficult to do that without having some aspect, whether put upon you or given yourself of motivation. So like a huge part of what you do um, very narrowly just in your sports has to do with your motivation. So I guess the first question to segue into what this podcast is going to be about, um, would you consider yourself a motivated person in any way, shape or form? And in what way, if so? Yeah, I think I am definitely a motivated person um, in a variety of different ways. There's the, the more obvious form of having being, having goals and achieving those goals and um, being ambitious and then setting the steps to get there. But then there's um, a more intrinsic aspect, I guess, um, just to be a better person each and every day than I was the day before, be kinder to the people around me, kind of push myself, motivate myself to um, serve the people around me, I guess. Interesting. So there's a lot of aspects of motivation um but they all seem to sort of stem from the same person slash reason which is you and your intentions for yourself um so that leads to the question what is your why why do you get up in the morning why do you do what you do what is your what is your center point in your piece to which everything else of the motivation aims towards yeah i think my faith is definitely the biggest part of my why um I believe we are here on earth because we are created for something greater in heaven. So um, everything that I do here is to prepare myself for that, I guess. Um, but then it extends beyond that too in just the way I see the world. Like we have 24 hours in a day, which is a ton of time if you count the minutes or the seconds, but then it's not that much time as we've experienced over the past few months. Um, with how fast time's flying. Um, so I think my why is being able to use the time. I wanna like use the time I have in each day um, to the fullest of its ability, not miss out on any opportunities. 
And so the way you sort of approach these days has to do with both your mindset and the actions that you do, whether it's the habits or the big decisions that you make. Um, so what, what are some of the habits that you implement into your daily schedule in order to achieve your goals, whether they're athletically, physically, mentally, um, spiritually, um, in any sense? Um, the biggest thing that I do to get myself started on the right foot is waking up um, at an early time. I wake up at 7 to 7.30 each day, um, partly because if I wake up even at 9 o'clock, I'm already, the first. my first thought is, great, I've already missed out on so much time of the day. Um, but also partly because I thrive in the quiet. Um, like, I'm a pretty extroverted person, but there's something about time alone that um, really fuels me. So when I wake up in the morning, just drinking a ton of water, not going on my phone right away. Normally I'll read some scripture from the Bible and then get started with um, whatever I have to accomplish. That's awesome. And so how does this, how does this action stem from your mindset? I know you talked about your goal is um, your faith based that you're, you're, meant for something greater how does that translate into how you approach every day not with your actions but with your mindset like what do you think when you first wake up out of bed what do you think when you have to make the difficult decisions or the easy ones um I typically my first thought in the morning is thank you for God for <laughs> allowing me to have another day um then I wake up and my family starts to wake up and I'm like thank you for my family waking up too um but in in the decisions I make just being really intentional about how is this going to impact me in the future um or how is it gonna change my heart or how is it gonna um make me be able to deal with more difficult things in the future um it's kind of always on my mind uh, I do overthink a lot of things, so my mind's kind of always going. Um, so, though it may seem kind of uh, crazy that these things are always flashing around in my head for literally everything, um, it is the case. Interesting. So, your motivation, what I've heard is that it's a lot more complex than, like, the stereotypical, you wake up, you want to get a goal done, so you do it. It's more so there's a lot deeper complex attributes that are present in your motivational mindset. As an example, your gratitude, like you said, um, you waking up in the morning, being thankful that you're awake, being thankful that your family wakes up, um, gratitude. So gratitude, would you say gratitude plays a role in your motivation or would you separate them? No, I think, I think it definitely um, impacts the way I live and, that then impacts my motivation because um, I think the way that you see the world when you're grateful is with a lot more love and a lot more optimism um, as opposed to focusing on the things that are not going right. So that's definitely something I try to do. And I found that in turn by being grateful and being positive and um, laughing at every moment that I can and making people around me happy too and enjoying the things they have to offer um, helps me be more productive and motivated. 
Interesting. And another thing you also mentioned was um, your preparation for the future, thinking about your future self. Um, how, how does that tie into your actions? Because it's one thing to say, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to get stuff done today so I can be better tomorrow. But you also explained earlier how you, part of your why is you're living every day. Um, so it's, it's, there's one thing where it's, you have a start and an end point, And it's another thing where you have the process to go through. Um, so where do you lie in terms of your thought process in relation to your goal? Like, how do you go through the process or how do you focus on just the goal? Do you, do you stem more towards the, okay, I'm going to do something every day. Um, instantaneous every moment is what I focus on or um, I'm focusing on the future and getting there is going to basically tell me whether or not how close I can get to my goal. Um, I, so when I, when I set out to do something, I will start with the huge abstract goal. Um, say there's a career that I eventually want, um, like the top at my peak when I'm at the highest point of my career, this is what I want it to be. So I'll either research people like that or um, or look at the degree requirements or things to get there, like other people's processes, and then kind of work backwards. So the beginning is just kind of a big plan in my mind of here's what it figuratively would need to get there. And then I kind of take that make it into little steps in my mind and then um I'll 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 take those steps like in a step-by-step process but not stressing when I don't hit something on that specific day or time um because I know it's a it's a long process to achieve the very biggest goal you have for yourself um but I do that with smaller goals too it's like i'll i'll look at what it requires to get there and then i'll implement it um maybe not as strict of a way step-by-step plan on i'm gonna do this at this time but um more loose knowing in my own head that the way i operate is i will do that and get it done Mm -hmm. so there's more aspects of motivation in terms of um your productivity level being patience um as one thing and then um, really just adapt adaptability. So being able to be patient and understand that this is a long process and being, um, you seem to really gravitate towards being in the moment, even though you've set up your goal, being able to stay with what's going on around you. And that allows you to adapt to when things go off plan, when things go off schedule and it doesn't throw you off because you're able to um, embrace the moment for what it is and, move forward accordingly Um, and it seems like that's a very mature and developed way to go about your life have you always been like that and have you always been this motivated I think I've always been this motivated I don't I definitely know that I have not always taken things in stride Um, and still there's times today or in the recent past where something will happen and pretty immediately in my mind I'll will start to race and I won't um I won't be as patient and I will kind of start to freak out a little bit um but 
pretty quickly I can gather myself and realize God has a plan and this is happening for a reason and then try to figure out what um what this good is going to come out of it um which sometimes you can't figure out right away but in the future you will be able to um but I also think a a really important part of my life and in being able to regenerate motivation is feeling the feels, I guess. Um, sometimes people look down on when when you're disappointed or something, like feeling that, or when you're when you've just achieved something, feeling that and being super happy. Um, but I think honestly, if you're gonna if you're gonna maintain a lifestyle of productivity and motivation, then you're gonna need to feel those things. Um, or else you're just going to get burned out. Interesting. So there's a very humane aspect to your motivation. Recognizing that it is a person-to-person basis means that you really have to understand yourself and allow yourself to have the feelings in order to actually maintain your process and your motivation. And um, you said that it's it's been, your whether it's in your recent past um, or even more so in the past, that um, you have had issues, struggles, challenges with being able to stay focused, being able to um, ignore the noise either around you or inside your own head. How did you get to the point where you are now, um, where it's you're able to control your thoughts and you're able to basically calm yourself down and be like, okay, recognize the bigger picture, bigger picture here? Yeah, I've had a lot of really, really good people around me that love me and support me and are were there for me during the hard times and kind of grounded me um, to help me, like, get my head straight. Um, so knowing that I have those people and that they're going to be there around me no matter what, whatever comes in the future, um, definitely helps a lot. And also then learning from them of, okay, here's what their advice was during that time. Let me think of that earlier the next time something happens that kind of throws me off course. So your so well, your relationship with other people has a lot to do with how you control yourself, what how you think. Um, and earlier you also mentioned how when you have a certain goal, you research other people who are at where you want to be and you learn from them. So a lot of what you do is relationship based and educational based. So how would you bridge the three of your relationships with other people, um, knowledge and learning, and then motivation as a whole and your own daily journey process? Yeah, I think throughout your, my individual process, um, every single moment, there's something to learn. Like, even if I'm just, I have an interaction with someone and I, I get really frustrated by it. I can reflect right after and be like, okay, here's why I got frustrated. Here's how I can next time be more patient, be more loving because who knows what they're going through. Um, and then I can go listen to a podcast or something to learn about, um, how other people are managing empathy and relationships. And then, Oftentimes those podcasts come from people that are successful business people. So um, that kind of is how it all intertwines. Um, but then the, 
the overlying theme is I'm motivated to get better or um, be kinder or learn that thing. So a lot of people, when they see motivation, it's very black and white. It's either you're motivated and you feel like doing something and you feel either energy or stimulus to get something done or you don't. And based on our conversation so far, that's nearly the opposite of how motivation is for you, where it's not necessarily about your feeling. It's more about how you're able to control yourself and how you're able to understand like the bigger picture. And so that being said, what are your, what's your thoughts? What are some, what are some things that come to mind when you hear of people slash situations where it's all motivation without action because you're very proactive in your motivation and that's they seem to go hand in hand they're not it's not like a process for you it's not i get motivated then i do something it's i do something because i'm motivated and i'm motivated because i do something so mm-hmm. that is very different from the stereotypical slash black and white i feel really inspired right now so i'm going to go do something so how do you do you see that as just different or do you see that as problematic in any way and um in what ways um do you see this difference happening in other people yeah i i don't know if it's problematic um because each person's mind works in a different way um i think that for me to sustain motivation at all times that little cycle of hand in hand um has really, really worked for me. And also the filling all the channels that I receive information, like the people around me, social media, um, anything else like that, that I'm getting um, information from, making sure that's filled with positivity and people that are motivated. um, So that that kind of provides an extrinsic motivation for me. Um, And also if you're only absorbing like that type of lifestyle you're kind of by nature gonna live that type of lifestyle um but if you're if you're sitting on say tiktok or something like that and you're just scrolling through and all the people that you're seeing all the tiktoks are people just like sitting in their house not really doing anything but making funny videos um by nature your lifestyle is gonna start to fall into that category um so I think just just making sure that the things in my life are going to have a positive impact in the way I live um, has been really beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. So in many ways, we're a byproduct of what we surround ourselves with, whether it's the input that we have from social media, from other people, um, and that really affects the direction that and the success that you have as an individual, whether you have the root of um, the deeper, more complex hand-in-hand motivation and action or the more broad um, common motivation before action so it really depends on your outlet and your input Um, that's at least that's what I'm hearing you sort of give off Um, but have you ever found yourself to struggle to work with speak with um, whether it's on a conversational level, a friendship level, uh, a business level, um, in terms of your academics, your team, have you ever found it difficult to work with people who are clearly 
to you unmotivated? Yes, <laughs> is the short answer. Um, I live a kind of high stakes lifestyle, I guess, in the terms of I'm always going. Um, there's, I don't have a ton of downtime in my downtime. I'm still being productive, whether it's listening to something while doing a drawing or something like that. Um, but I'm still resting, I guess, because I'm sitting down. Um, so when I, when I'm just around someone or somebody maybe brings me an issue in their life where it's like, okay, clearly you're not productive. You're not motivated. Um, it's initially pretty hard for me to be like, well, why don't you just do this and just go all the time? But, um, not everybody's wired like that. So I've definitely gotten better over the last year and a half, I'd say, um, of understanding that that's not how everyone works and operates. And then, um, kind of trying to give them tips or, inspire them by my own actions, I guess, to be a little more motivated. Um, so yeah, I don't, I mean, on, I've never really had an issue, um, getting along with other people because I don't, I don't think I really force the way I live on people. Um, so yeah, I definitely don't force it, but, um, kind of just leading by example, I guess mm -hmm. I try to do subtly. <laughs> so you mentioned being wired a certain way um you also said that you are you've always been motivated um so for you it's it's a little bit for not necessarily easier but more natural for you to be in a constant state of motivation um and i can relate to that as well um for other people who are not necessarily wired the way we are um and other people where it's so natural for them to be self-motivated to what extent do you think it's possible for them to work up towards being motivated to um, whatever, whether it's their actions, the input and output around them, um, the mindset, how, how effective or how possible do you think it is for people who aren't wired this way to sort of change their thought process to be able to be at the motivated level that we are? I think it's, a hundred percent possible for them to get to that level. Um, it will not happen overnight and it probably won't even happen in three months or four months. It's going to take a lot of time because habits don't just happen. I'm pretty sure like for your muscles to form a habit or something like that, it takes 29 days. Um, so it, it's at least going to take that amount of time, but um, I think it's, it's not even just a habit, it's a lifestyle that we live of motivation. Um, so starting with little steps, like maybe waking up a half hour or an hour earlier than you have been and in the morning, first thing, doing something to check off your list right away. Just little things like that you can kind of implement and then eventually start to build up um, is super important and that's how we'll get there. So there is, I agree there. I feel like there, it is definitely possible. It takes 29 days to build a habit and 60 or 120 to build a lifestyle or something like that. So even after the habit, the habit can still be break, broken because it's not yet your life. Um, and 
this is from my perspective of how my journey through motivation has been, but I've definitely noticed a shift in how I see motivation and how I've been motivated. Um, for example, when I was younger, a lot of my motivation came from my parents um, and my family to be able to impress them, make them proud. And that aspect is still definitely there, but that was definitely the driving factor, which sort of gravitated towards because my parents were always very, um, they, they did place a sense of responsibility on me from a very young age. And I had to be, um, being the oldest of all the siblings that I have. Um, so I definitely started becoming motivated more from my responsibility. So it started with to please my family. Then it grew towards, this is what I have to do because this is what's expected of me. This is what I'm responsible for. Then as I developed more in my faith, it became as well faith life. Um, this is what God made me for. This is what I have to accomplish. And over the past 10 years of my life, um, as far as I can remember really having a motivated attitude because what kind of kindergartner is motivated? <laughs> but being seeing the journey that I've taken, I've noticed that different aspects of every journey that I've had all sort of complement each other and mesh into one. And my question for you is, do you notice a similar shift in your life? Um, if not, then um, what do you think in your life has kept it so consistent? And if you do notice the shift similar to my life, um, how do you think everything works so well together now? Yeah, I definitely think I've had um, a shift similar to yours where as a kid, you're signed up for things and you're, you're expected to get all A's and you're, you have all these kind of pressures on you. But um, at that time, you're not really like, oh, this is a ton of pressure because do you even know that word? <laughs> um, so uh, it kind of just forms in you by a sense of nurture, that motivation to be the best or do your very best. Um, but I think kind of like I was saying before, if it's all coming from people around you, then you're going to burn out and, and it's not going to, you're not going to be able to sustain that type of life or, or even, even a certain few activities like in a sport, if it's not coming from you, then, then you really aren't going to be loving it and then you're not going to enjoy it and it'll probably end quickly for you. Um, so it was a learning process for me to, fall in love with the things I was doing um, and then through that because I was in love with what I was doing I was motivated to keep doing it um, so yeah I think I still have pressures now coming from coaches at a d1 level to be doing certain things or anything but this quarantine actually has taught me a lot about myself in terms of it being my own motivation and not the pressures from people around me because I think when you're doing anything um doubt will seep into your mind of why am I doing this am I good enough am I actually doing this because I want to be or am I just trying to impress someone else um and whether those are your own thoughts or evil seeping into your mind um 
I think they're important to acknowledge. So being able to kind of during this time see that, yeah, this is the way that I'm built and this is how I'm made and this is um, the way I live and I want to be doing it um, is important to acknowledge too. And the last, the last topic for our conversation today was what you mentioned, pressure. How do you think pressure has played a role either in moments in your life for the better, for the worse, in terms of how you're motivated? Because there is, pressure is a huge um, turnoff for a lot of people with motivation um, because pressure is, it's, it's very difficult to build up to have a personality that is good with pressure. Um, that is something that I've noticed in people is a lot more difficult to change as easily as, or as simply as changing your motivation, how motivated you are. It's very difficult to change how you receive pressure and how you react to pressure. So how do you think in your life, pressure has played a role in your motivation, whether for better or for worse? I think it has played a good role and a bad role. Um, the good role being I, part of me is a people pleaser and I want to um, fulfill the ideas people have of what I'm able to achieve. So that pressure has been good because it just keeps pushing me and maybe I had done a workout earlier that day or I'm in the middle of a workout and I'm going to get in 10 more reps because of that pressure, something like that. So I think that's a really healthy way um, to have pressure and to use pressure. Um, or it's, I'm going to study a little extra for this test, or yeah, I'll sign up for this club because I have that pressure to have a great looking resume or something like that. Um, in a negative way, part of me um, cares too much what other people think. So the pressure of other people's expectations or needing their validation um, has definitely taken a negative toll on the way I operate, I think. Um, and I'm aware of that, that I value other people's opinions a little bit too much. Um, and it's something that I try to work on every day, but it also is part of who I am. So um, I think that's how pressure can negatively impact you. But I've never... I've never had that pressure in those negative thoughts and been like, now I don't want to do this. I've still been motivated to be like, okay, I'm going to make that person think better of me or be validated or whatever. So. so there is, I'm hearing there is a healthy version of motivation, just like there is a good motivation. There is some bad motivation um, or negative, less healthy motivation in which um, for you personally, in your case, it's you validate other people's opinions too much. Um, and you've also said that you've been working on that. How do you, how do you differentiate the line between positive and negative pressure? And, and in other words, how have you been able to grow with your thoughts of how other people, or your validation that you need from other people? Have you grown to get better at, and what are your, you're continuing to get better um, about other people's opinions in your life? Mm -hmm. So the line I think comes from how it makes me feel. Um, it could, it, there's things that make me feel like, okay, 
I'm going to go do this and like kind of show them. And then there's part of it that's just like a shot to the gut. Like, okay, now my, my emotions and like my being just deflated because of whatever, um, extra extrinsic pressure, um, was given to me. Um, so I think that's where the line, uh, kind of hits for me. Um, how I've been able to improve on giving too much value to other people's opinions. Um, journaling has helped me a lot, kind of sort out, here's what happened, here's what someone thought, and this is how I'm going to take that, um, because that's just one person's opinion, and God's opinion's the one that matters. Um, so journaling's helped me a lot and kind of in the moment when someone says something, um, take a deep breath and just know that it's not that big of a deal. I kind of give a lot of, uh, value to certain trivial situations that don't need that weight in my life. So, um, I mean, like I was saying at the very beginning, there's so little time, but there's so much time and that so much time allows for so many little interactions that if you give them all too much weight, um, you're, you're going to shut down. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me and um, sharing your experience and your genuine motivated self. Um, I'm sure a lot of people will be able to take a lot away from what you've said. So thank you very much for um, gracing us all with your presence. Thank you for having me. Of course.